Hey y'all, listen, it's time we stop playing it small, but it's also time for real conversations like the ones we used to have until 3 a.m. with our besties in the Taco Bell parking lot collide with the real people full of perspective on topics that are, well, maybe uncomfortable, but the ones that make it preach to those who need it. So come on, come have a seat with me. After all, I'm still the same OG. Wow. We are about to have a conversation. And it is one that I have been waiting for all season long. I'm going to introduce you to someone that I genuinely am honored I get to do life with. I'm honored that God handpicked them to be a part of my life. But most importantly, I am honored that I have people that whether the world understands if the world questions that I get to have people like this who not only lets me stand on their shoulders but who literally pushes me to stand on my tippy toes there's never a dull moment there's never a serious moment but when there are those are the moments that I remember that God loves me This person has wiped a lot of tears this year for me. They have spiritually held my hand. They have challenged me in more ways than the law should allow. And we fought a lot of battles, seen and unseen. We've had a lot of hard conversations. We've championed one another. We have genuinely gone through hell and I am grateful that I got to meet this person before John passed away because I feel like Jay knew that I would need someone like this to stay in my corner to keep me grounded but to remind me to go live a little And so I want to introduce you guys to my brother. He is the chief. (laughs) He is the crazy one. But there are moments that a lot of people don't get to see when they get to know him. And today he's allowing me to ask hard questions. Today he's allowing me to have a hard conversation He's allowing you guys to come in and have a seat at a table that we have built that really pushes the envelope. Because out of a lot of people that we do life with, we've been told and we absolutely despise it that we're so much alike 
But at the same time, I think that people say that we're so much alike because they say that there's three of you in the world. And if I get to be him and he gets to be me, then we probably wouldn't trade it for the world because at least we know that honesty, it's going to be brutal. That the truth, well, it's going to get told. But most of all, in the moments that no one gets to see often between the both of us is even as strong people have a breaking point. And so I'm really excited for you guys to enjoy this conversation that my brother and I have dealing with a lot of life, a lot of circumstances, a lot of hurt, a lot of loss. And so two strong people today are going to have a conversation about when the strong people hit their breaking point. What's up, bro? Wow. Um, Wow. Thank you for that. Wow. Thank you for that beautiful um, and heartfelt introduction. Um, for whoever's going to listen to it, not one lie was told. Um, if To know us is to love us and hate us at the same at the time. Same time. Um, we literally have that bond that we can be mad at each other, but that's us being mad at each other. That doesn't mean that that gives you a right to interfere. Because that is the quickest way for you to meet your maker. Um, Hi. She's so disrespectful. Oh. Sorry, guys. People just want to interrupt greatness. Um, <laughs> you, this is really us. This is, this is real. Um, but yes, so to her point, I... Mm, I'm going to try and do this without choking up for a second. Oh, God. Um, I know, right? But you brought it up. I am glad that I got to have the time that I did with my brother. Um, It's none of y'all business how long me and him knew each other. But let's just say the amount of time we knew each other, you would think that it was a lifetime. It lost. It it, it took up for lost time. It took up for lost time. Um, Me and him literally were... A1, day one, from the moment we saw each other. Um, and there will forever be a sweatshirt that I will keep in my possession just because that's literally what sparked our conversation. Oh, God. Um, and out of respect for my, you know, my interviewer today, I won't say the name of the greatest school in the country. Um, <laughs> Y'all. But, you know, we'll we'll leave it right there. Mm-hmm. Um I called it. But I am very... I'm glad you called it. I I wasn't hiding it from you. Uh, But I am so honored to be here today. I'm honored to... For both of us to be open at the table. Um, I think throughout the year, we've had moments where one of us was open and the other one wasn't. Um, But today, we're going to be... Well, as we both like to say, we'll, we'll be ten toes down today. We'll be raw and uncut. Um... We might be censored, uh, but... This you is were, us saying sorry, not sorry up front. I'm not saying that. That's what she's saying. Oh, okay. Um, you know, this, this, this is like this is like the season finale. Is that what this is? This is season it's finale? Close. This is I close. Mean, it's, so, it's the one before they get to say... Yeah, so we're like the serious one, and then it ends with like the to be continued, and then we end yeah, it with the, with the, the, fam, with the fam. We yeah. end it with the fam. That's going to be great, too. Um, but yeah, so... 
Buckle up, because there's no telling what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, oh, or where it's going to go. So Jesus. I did give her a green light to ask the questions that she wanted to ask, because um, she knows I'm the one that will give her the answers. 100%. Um, the way that they come. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope at the end of this, you guys get something out of it, um, and that it at least starts conversations within your circle and within your table, um, because I think this year we've learned that there can be more than one person at the head of a table, but it depends on how it's communicated and how things are done. Yeah. Um, and I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, that's exactly what's happening right now um, through the good and the bad. Um, and there has been bad. So this isn't just a <laughs> this, this isn't just a, a, a putting candy on something or sugarcoating, no. as people say. We, we, we we've been through. Some, down. Yeah, we've been through a lot um, yeah. that people don't know. Um, and for those of you that are listening, we know who you are. Um, we'll just leave it right there. But we're not dumb. We're two of the smartest people you'll ever meet. Man. Um, and to our family, we love you. And we protect you guys more than you guys will ever know. Yeah. Um, we don't yeah. always do it how you guys want us to do it. But it gets um, done. It gets done. And yeah. one thing I can say about this friendship is to know that there's somebody else like that. We get to vent and help each other um, and not feel like we're crazy for how we view, yeah. how we champion our careers, how we champion our friendships, how we champion grief and sorrow. Yeah. Um, to find somebody that grieves the way that you do, people take that for granted. Um, so to be able to allow her the space for her to handle what she needed to, because I know how I handle it, um, was great for us. And so for Jay... Don't know how you knew, but we want to tell you thank you yeah. for what you did. Because you put a lot of things together. Um, true. And just know, so I know true. I know you're listening to this right now. <laughs> just know you're going to have to shoot me that one when I get up there. Because you didn't prepare me for everything that you set me up for. But I love you. He did. And I hope that we do you. I hope you honor this episode as it comes out. Yeah. Uh, that being said, sis, I'm drinking my wings. So uh, y'all, let's get it. It's it's a full flight, so buckle up. Um, you got me the red one too. Yeah, I mean watermelon. I just saying if we gonna, well, I can't even say it because normally I have one, but today I was like, no. Yeah, we're not doing that today. Both of us can't have wings and do this episode. That's not gonna be fair. Yeah. It ain't gonna be fair for the people. But I mean, truthfully, this is genuinely an iron sharpens iron conversation, and so. This conversation has probably been genuinely a year in the making. And I think now is the perfect time because as we close one season, we've had the conversation of what the next season needs to look like considering friends, family, business, careers, life in general. And I think a lot of people, they say they're ready, but they're not really ready because I know who we are, y'all, ESPN is always talking in this family. Dang. Um, <laughs> Seriously? It's the greatest school in the country. Hey, 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 hey. That ain't it. That ain't it. Uh, no. So we're going to face dive. I saw a quote today, and I I literally was like, oh, yeah, this is how we start. We're just going to rip the band-aids off. And it said, the longer you entertain what's not right for you is the longer you postpone what is. And I think over this last year, you and I have been able to have raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversations about those type of seasons 
friendship, family, business partners. Yeah. And how true is it though? Like a lot of people think that, oh, well, what happens in business doesn't fall over into my everyday spaces. And the truth of the matter is, it's like you said, it's, it's a lie because then you take what you've learned and you apply the pressure everywhere else. How does that look for the strong person? Because I know, I know for us being the strong people, we're quick to be like, it's good, I'm Gucci. I got it. All right. But when it all hits the fan and no one realizes that you've been holding all the baskets and then you're, you're like, I can't catch anything else, so you're either going to let it fall or drop. How do we recover? How do we start there and I, no longer postpone anything? And I think that's when you realize that the people in your – that's when you realize your table, right? So that's when you realize your circle. Um, again, I don't know how Jay knew it, but I think <laughs> I think this year we were on a collision path to realize mm-hmm. that, and this isn't bad. So people that are listening, I don't want you to take this out of disrespect. This is from our perspective, right? Um, and what a person in this, the head of the table will say, what we have to go through. So this isn't a knock on you if you know who we are. You feel you're in a circle. This isn't that. This yeah. is for, man, again, I don't know how Jay knew, but this is, we were destined to go through what we went through in our individual circles. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't even about a circle that we share. This was our individual circles. So when you hit that moment, to answer your question, I think when you hit that moment, the first thing that you notice is, oh, I've been doing this by myself. Mm-hmm. Um because you're the one that's championing everybody's feelings and you're the one pushing everybody and you're the one, you know, making sure everybody is doing or getting or feeling whatever the case that they may need. Um, so the moment that you, let's just say, get tired, I wouldn't even say you're fa- that you failed. You're just tired. Yeah. Um, because I don't think people understand how much mental capacity that takes. Um, that part. Seriously, that part. Um, because not only are you, when you're in that role, not only are you championing people's feelings, but you got to stay on top of your game because yeah. you have to learn it very rapidly to be able to help them when they get there. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think a lot of people don't understand that in that role, there is a lot of faking it till you make it. I don't understand why people act like that's not a thing. That's a real that's thing. That's a real thing. Um, especially in, if you have a good circle, it's even worse because they're absorbing what you're teaching. And so you're like, well, I, can't I can't look fail. like a dummy. Yeah. I, I got to hurry up and get through this. And so yeah. you're... Your failures happen in, in private, or you or you cry in the shower, or you know you 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 pray a little harder when nobody's looking, yeah. And and they don't catch that because in that moment you're ready to put on. So when you reach the point that you're talking about, you're you're done. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't, I don't know where me or you we would have recovered. Let me be very clear. I don't know if we would have recovered from our failures as fast had we not had the raw truth from each other to, to lean on yeah. and for somebody to understand um, and to let us know, hey, it's okay for you to feel like that. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay for you to take a day. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's okay for you to be mad. You know, yeah. it's okay for you not to have to cry in your situation. You know, for those that know, it's, it's okay. You don't yeah. have to cry to validate somebody else's emotions or what they think you should do. Yeah. You know, you, hey, it's okay. You, you know, plenty of times you told me, Slow down. It's okay. Y'all. You know, um, and a lot of people don't know that, you know, and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know how hard, you know, how hard I go. You know, a lot of people. Facts. You guys hear it, but you guys don't see it. Mm -hmm. And for those that are 
and, and I'm not saying it in a boastful way, those that are fortunate enough to be around me, I need that. Um, but you have this way of, no, you need to sit your down, you know, and like, but you can say it from a place of understanding. <laughs> it's not just you saying, oh, I just want you to make this event that I got put on. She'll be the first to tell y'all, and I say this with respect, I don't give two craps about events. Um, I really don't. Um, it takes less. It, it takes her forever to get me to show up to her events. And she's in this circle. Um, Yo, that's a different that's a different episode. That that is we'll start the new year off on that one so people could invite me to stuff. But um <laughs> But like I th- I think when you hit that point to go back, when you hit that point, that's when you realize who supports you. Yeah. And not only who supports you, but who have you allowed to support you. I think that's the biggest thing. Who have you allowed to be your person when you need it. Because I think a lot of people volunteer to be our people, but they think that that means we need them every day. And I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes from. Yeah. I don't need you every day. Me and you may speak, we may talk, we may check, but that's a quick, okay, cool, whatever. I don't need you every day. So every day is not a well, what, gee, what's going on? Or, you know, hey, brother, how you, what's going on? No, we don't, that's not every day. If we're, we're at a point to where, listen, when I need you, I need you. And I think people have to understand when you're champion or when you're armor bearing or however you want to call it, you're the, you're him or you're her, and you're doing that for that person, you have to understand that you have to be ready when that person is ready. Yeah. But you also, that person, us, we have to be able to be open enough to trust you. Mm-hmm. With what we're with what we're saying. Yep. Um, when she says it's been a year in the making, it's been a year in the making because we both were telling each other, you got to rip the Band-Aid off. You have to give me that opportunity to do it. Um, now, I'll be honest. She did, she, did she open up first? Absolutely. And it took me forever. Um, it's just... literally November. <laughs> for the sake of sanity, it's November. Um, but that's just because of once I did it, she, there was a lot that I dealt with. There's a mm-hmm. lot that I deal with. Um, and there, you know, so to answer your question again, when you hit that point, you realize who have you allowed to be there for you and yeah. who is trying to be there for you. And so I think it's funny because I think sometimes when people look at strong people and again, don't hear what we're not saying it's strong people, all of us can be strong, but I'm talking about that strong friend that every circle has that no one thinks crumbles, no one thinks life hits them out the blue and then when it does everyone is looking like a deer in headlights yeah <laughs> and you're like oh so i am my own rescue yeah i know you and i have talked about this a couple of times like y'all he's not joking when he said i, I it took me i feel like this is open heart surgery with ripping band-aids off with one hand yeah. with a glove yeah a, a cooking glove at that okay yeah. like it's been that hard but it's also been hard be careful g actually it's it's been hard just because i think where we do work play in church there's boundaries that we have to stay within yeah to not offend people yeah but there does come moments where you're like i don't even care because I see that you need me because you're not going to let anyone else ask the question that needs to be asked to get you where you got to go. And I want to go back to 
oh man, it's been a couple of months and things in our friendship were really rocky. And if I'm honest, y'all, I'm not a quitter, but this was when I was like, bro, <laughs> hang this up. Cause I'm not, I'm not that girl. I'm not about to fight. I'm not about to argue and I'm just going to walk away. And I'll never forget. I text you. We were in a worship service on a Wednesday night and I saw you and I was just like, man, something's wrong with my brother. And I just, if I say something right now, we're both going to explode. And then people are going to think that we're crazy. Then they're going to be like, wait, how are they? Whoa, this is not good. And so I sent you a text message. But then I had to be obedient and come and follow up the text message with God said, I have to give you a hug too, even though we're not talking. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know then until the next day how much it meant to you and how much you needed it because you wear this good facade for a lot of people that are not in my shoes to be patient enough to rip off the band-aid with the glove. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how does a person who has strong people in their circle really take off their own personal afflictions to learn how to care for us strong people. So you're asking how does somebody care for a strong person? Yeah, because I think, you know, being a strong person, it's easy for me to see, like, you need a hug. Yeah. Whether you want to say it or not. Yeah. You need one and you're going to take it and you're going to like it. You won't say thank you today, but tomorrow you'll be like, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, we have, I always say that strong people have been given, y'all don't get in your feelings, weaker people to keep us humble. But at the same time, it's in their humbleness or our humbleness where we're like, why can't you just be strong today? I needed a hug and yet you were so concerned about everything else. How do those people show up? I think for us? I think that goes about I think that goes to defining roles. So mm. for those of you that want to jump in your feelings, I hope I can help you soothe over it. I wouldn't say weak. I just think that we have people we have people in our lives that are good at doing different things that we overlook. Because we're Facts. always big picture. So we have people that are able to look at the smaller details. Yeah. For us, we have to realize that everybody is important. Um, that's something that I had to learn as becoming a leader in a lot of different circles. Um, you have to understand that everybody has a role. Yeah. And if you can't figure out what that person's role is, then there's a different conversation that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Because genuinely... You kind of know who's what and what they are. And if you're at the top of the food chain, you learn to accept that. Like you, you, you learn to, you learn to accept that because people are, I, I think I even heard pastor say it one time. And uh, I think I heard T. Jake say it too. People that come into our life are drawn to what we do. Mm-hmm. We think that people are there for our mission they're not there for our mission. They're yeah. there because of us. They believe in us. So it's up to us to define what their roles are. Yeah. Now, to find the person that takes care of you, I've learned that's not the people that you champion. Yeah, you or have the people have, that you pick. Or the people that you pick. Mm-hmm. That that come for, for people in the roles that we take up in the space that we provide... That comes from people in our area, in our arenas. Now, that's where it becomes scary because now you have two people that don't open up and are used to, not because they don't want to, but you're so, you're so used to being that person. You, come numb, you become numb to your own wants and needs yeah. and feelings. Um, and so when 
we started forming our table and our friendship and our people. Yo, it was rough. Everybody's roles started falling in place <laughs> and everybody was it was it was easy, it was great and everybody was this, but we were like I'm in control. No, nope, I'm in control. We nope. we bumped heads, you know, like well, you know, oh, you good words, oh, I'm good words too, and it became like, well, I'm gonna out talk you. You can't out talk me. I'm gonna talk loud on the next podcast. Well, I'm gonna talk loud on this one. I'm gonna ask this question. Well, I'm gonna ask this question. We gonna do it at my house. I don't care. We're doing it. Like it became like this. It became like this hidden competition that a lot of people didn't even know. Um, and it wasn't that we were even trying to be mean to each other. It was just that we're so used to, when we step into a room, we're used to being number one. So when you got somebody else that even remotely thinks that they're going to be number one, well, first of all, who are you? Like, what qualifies you? Hoppa, who this you, you know, like, you know, and so we're being honest on this. You know, she has, you guys listen to her. She has this thing about, you know, the table that she built. And I don't know if she remembers it when me and her had our one of our first real conversations. Oh I said, well, you could, I said, you can burn it, you know, and her, her thing was, you know, she was like, well, you can get up at any time. I said, and will and can build a new one. Um, and I think in that moment, these are those tense moments that she's talking about. I told you guys we're going to be real. We learned we didn't know that we really were forming our friendship and our Yo. bond more than we thought. <laughs> it was awful. Um, it it was it was it was, it was really awful. bad. It was really bad, and out of respect for you know John, I was like, bro, you you didn't this this ain't it, bro. Like <laughs> I'm gonna have to honor you and respect you. I know what I promised, bro, but I this ain't mm-hmm. this ain't it, bro. She don't listen to me. Like this ain't mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> bro. I don't <laughs> bless your heart, bro. Like mm-mm, this ain't it. Like this ain't this ain't it. Um. But, you know, we would have these conversations, and she's right. We would go, I mean, we say a while. A while for us, I'm going to be honest, is, you know, maybe one service we don't talk. Y'all. You know, like, it's, it just seems like a long time, because if you know us, we talk a lot. It's a long time. It's a long time. Um, but then we started developing, and, you know, I don't have no problem, because it's, it's not a thing, but, like, we had it started developing this thing where we, we check in on each other. You know, so, hey, this is, this is an opportunity for you to say what you need to say. And yeah, unscripted, unfiltered, un, with, unjudgment. Yeah, you know? non-judgmental, non-judgmental, and it don't leave here. Like, and, and it and it doesn't. And in the beginning, it still was just small stuff. I think we were saying little things just to see, yeah, to fill it out, and that's okay. Um, I think people need to understand you have to create that person for you. Yeah. Um, and it comes with a lot of judgment, man. Um, it comes God. with a lot of. Well, uh, to address the elephant in the room, in our situation, obviously you have a male and a female. Yeah. And we're not we're not family by blood Facts. or marriage. So when you you know, oh wait, how does that look? You know, yeah. let's be real. Let's the optics of it. You know, how does that look? Why does that? How do y'all? No, that shouldn't be happening. Well, it's not what you think. You know, Period. and so. But the 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 love, the friendship, the the connection is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one thing that we started to notice. And so once we, we started having real conversations about life and ideas and, and what we wanted, um, and how you obtain it and the hurt and the scars that we've been through, um, you start understanding there's some similarities there. Yeah. And to this day, we still don't see eye to eye on anything. And but we still don't what, think that you guys are right. We're not the same people. We are yeah, totally we're, different. We're definitely not the same people. Um, we we're just... definitely not the same people, but what we are is determined. Yeah. And I think people in our role, that's what they don't understand. We're determined. 
So mm-hmm. we're not gonna we're not gonna sit in our mess. Yeah. And I think for us that's a big thing. We're not gonna sit in our mess. Um, even when we have our moments and she'll tell you guys, I'm telling y'all this time she called me crying and she, she, Bro, she I'm talking about she should win, so she should mean. win an award. And when she's done, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I can't understand nothing you saying while you crying. And she been on talk for 10 minutes and I, I'm be like, I don't know what you said. You were crying. I, I'm not listening to you while you cry, you know? And so, you know, she, and there's times where I'm, I'm going off. I mean, I'm letting all y'all have the business and yeah. she's like. My my go to statement is you done, it, boom. And his go to statement is, I think you wake up every day pissed to piss me off. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I just I just need someone to understand you being petty, and I do not care about your feelings. And I'm like, oh okay. But the go statement that we both say when we're both fed up, like you you've done the most. Get off my phone. Yeah, you have, and it is accountability. Yeah. So basically what we're doing is we're shocking the other one back. Like, okay, I gave you your space to mm-hmm. let your emotions out, but now let's get back to business because we got things to do. Yeah. And so I, I think when to have somebody like that is it's crazy. And everybody thinks that it has to be your spouse or that it has to be a sibling. A sibling. It, it doesn't. And for those of you listening, it doesn't. And it probably won't because you're not going to be honest with your spouse or your sibling. Let's just be real. Yeah. And I'm about to say, and I think the real, the real great thing that Jay taught both of us was that it is there is a such thing as having the opposite sex as a best friend that really just allows your spouse to to come and vent and be like, yo, just give them about let let me talk to them. Yeah, because you know they're gonna come to me and you let's. Let yeah. me let me help you navigate the scar, the wound, the pain, and then send you back <laughs> as a right. decent person to almost like hear the other story because there's two sides to every coin. But I think the one thing that we have talked about the most in this year that a lot of people probably would never expect us to talk about is the wounds of a strong person. Oh, because right. yeah. Okay. yeah, because I think sometimes we and I know we do it well. We're good with smiling and laughing and hugging our people, and then it's like I need to go to the gym. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Man, it's so late." Yeah, I I know I didn't I didn't get my workout in today, and I think it's a good time. And for those that will hear this, let me let me rip this bandaid off too. Um, that. It is not it is not what you think, but I do understand that a lot of people will assume that it's like, oh well, they really want to go get their workout. Here's the truth: if we don't feel like we can be absolutely vulnerable with the people we do life with because we I'll say vowed and married or born into that bloodline or that creed. Sometimes going to an outlet that sharpens us, cuts us, but heals us at the same time as necessary. So we have had those um, those raw comments, those raw statements that I think over the year really has woven 
two wounded hearts to show each other how like no you got to go back to that you got to go back to that and you got to go heal how did or how do actually i'm just gonna ask it how i think we said it at first all right how do you how do you show up when the wounds are now bleeding outside oh so for reference you're asking how do i deal with the hurt the hurt the pain Actually, not even the hurt and the pain, because we're good at dealing with that. Yeah. We're not, we're, we haven't been good with dealing with the wound after it's been seen by everyone. Yes. We're currently still learning that. <laughs> um, man, how yeah, to, I'm going to get in trouble after this. How to deal, yeah, you are. Uh, how to deal with the wound. Um, own it. I, I think you I think we have to go back to what me and you both like to stay. We we ten toes down. You have to mm-hmm. you have to own it. Um and at first I looked at I'll speak clearly, I'm speaking for me. It was um it was embarrassing. Um because you you don't hear the noise but you hear the noise. So when everybody's so busy blowing smoke up your butt all day and you're the best <laughs> at this and you're the you know, you're you've achieved this and mm-hmm. you, you're the first in the family for this or you're the first in the group for this, the moment that you, the moment that your flaws, I guess we say, mm-hmm. come to light or your hurt, wound, whatever comes to light, people look at you differently. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that was the biggest thing for me this year is that everybody's with you when it's good. But the moment that the bad comes or the uncomfortable comes, people fade away. Facts. Um, and so right now with my wounds out, wow, we really going here. With my wounds out, um, scars, hurts, everything, I had to learn how to wear that like a badge mm-hmm. and to show people that, yeah, I'm human. Yeah, I go through things. Um, this is what it is, you know? And so, <laughs> not, I know a lot of church people are listening, but Jesus just dropped his album. <laughs> I might forgive, but I don't forget. Um, Man. and so how you, yeah, the whole album is, but you know, I'm gonna keep it PG for, you know, <laughs> pastor, if y'all listening, I love y'all. You're but, uh, <laughs> 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 but you know your your child is wild, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mom, love For real. you. Love you. <laughs> but you know your child's. <laughs> um, we working on it. But no, that's real though. But it's I might forgive, but I'm, you know I might forgive, but I won't forget. And for me, that just goes to what you're talking about with the hurts. You know, right now, and it goes back to what I said. It's like full circle. When when we become exposed, when we hit our Who's there in our circle? Who's at our table? Who's willing to, who's willing to patch us up and talk us through, um, the way that we do consistently for the different circles and teams and whatnot that we that we're in. Yeah. So learning how to wear that, just learning how to wear it and learning how to be comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's what it is, and I think in the beginning you said that this is about um, what did you say about the, the statement you read? I like um, how that was. So, y'all, he's making me pull up statements that are... Yeah, we pulling receipts today. Man, well, I'm so glad I keep them. I'm so glad Jesus. I got this wing, these wings. The longer you... Nope. 
Okay, yeah. The longer you entertain what's not right for you, is the longer you postpone what is. So us entertaining what's not right for us is us acting like nothing happened. Or relationships, holding on to relationships that we shouldn't hold on to. Um, and when you do that, when you hold on to those things, it becomes, man, it, it becomes like a, a, a virus, really. Mm. And you become infected with it. And so yes. when you, you, you hold on to sure. it because in, in us, we know that things aren't I'm right. look out the blinds. Look yeah, like open. seriously. You, mm. When you have those, that relationship or that job or that, you know, whatever, addiction, you hold on to it. And being in our world, you, you know that it's not right. You know, you, you, you know it. But if for whatever reasons you owe somebody or you're trying to fit in with the crowd or you're trying to numb the pain or whatever the case may be, you hold on to it. Okay, so before you go any further, so yeah. why why do we treat it like it doesn't have an expiration date? Because for us, nothing does. So this is one of the flaws that we have in how good we are because we always feel like everything's on our time. We we make things happen. We 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 hold all the cards. We built the table. You know, we're ten toes down. We've experienced this. We so we come we have this false sense of entitlement. That that's literally our that's our flaw. We have this false sense of entitlement, um, especially when you don't have nobody to hold you accountable. That's why our yeah. friendship is becoming beautiful because when we hit that moment, girl, if you don't girl, <laughs> what what? Uh, who who told you that was right? Or <sighs> you know you, you know, brother. That's mm-mm, that that's not that's not you so when you don't have that and we're flying on our own, you have this false sense of entitlement. Yeah. And so you you hold on to these things and you're like it's and it depends on who this person is. Yeah. So especially with relationships. So this is a sibling or a spouse or a cousin or whatever, you're you're holding on to that because it's hard for you to see that person hurt when your whole life what you've been doing is helping that person. So now how do I cut this person off that I've been helping for so long? But you know at the end of the day, this person is a is a virus for you. So it's safe to say. Yeah. Actually it might it well, we're here. So it's it's it puts you back in a position where you have to either choose the phone booth or you die from your own kryptonite. Absolutely. A- absolutely. And so, so when when do we realize or how do we realize when I think you Yeah, I think we've had this conversation maybe once or twice like okay, this is like this has gone too far. This is too, it can't go another day. And and you to that point when you Yeah. I'll be I'll be honest, man, cuz that's what we doing here, but like for me is a lot of times it's when it's by accident. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, it, it, and what I mean by that is, mm, I'm gonna say this to you, church people, cover your ears. But like, sometimes you can fail your way to success. Facts. I, I, one hundred. You can, you can, fa- you can fail your way to success. So a lot of times for me in my life, and when I had to, because I suffer from this a lot. Like I'm not immune to this either. Something happened, and I got to experience something else. And because and you were once good at you it. once you see it, mm-hmm. you're like, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute." 
granted, the situation or the circumstance, and for those of you trying to read between the lines, ain't nobody talking about cheat on your partner. Ain't nobody talking about nothing like that. Because I know a lot of y'all looking for drama. <laughs> ain't nobody talk. Let's let's be all the way clear. Yeah. Since I don't know what kind of listeners you got, but I just want to put it all the way out there. Ain't help nobody the, talking help, help about that. Help the people. Yeah, I'm, they help the people. You need to go to Jesus. Uh, Pastor, I hope you can pull them in. Um, I'm sending them to you. But, you know, it's I, I failed my way to it. I'll be honest with you. It was never a time where I was strong enough to where I just said, that's it. Yeah. I, I, I failed my way to it. Um, I'll be honest. John's passing. That I failed he, that losing that. Having that not like, bro, you just got here. Like, yeah. no, you're, no, I'm looking to armor bearer for you. I'm looking to champion for you. Like, yeah. no. And then you, you know, for those that don't know, John... John is a big part of why my spiritual walk is the way that it is now. And because I, I battle with it, and he knows a lot of the scars that I have and the wounds that I have. So there was a lot of conversations me and him had. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to be his too. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm happy to be number two. Like, <laughs> I'm happy to be two. And yeah. then, you know, he starts putting things in place, and now I am where I am and doing what I'm doing. But I had to. I, I failed my way there. I, I failed my way there. Me and your, me and your friendship. I we failed our way. You know, like I didn't just cut it off. You know, do, the life that I had before. He says failed. I call it ignorance on fire. It's okay. fine. Okay, so let me. So let me. Look, look, so let's let's go for failure because I don't know who's listening, and I'm gonna keep it a buck today. I went to prison, so yeah. I had to fail. My last lifestyle, I had to fail yeah. and to realize that as long as I was on top and the money and the cars and, and the parties else, and everything yeah. was there, everybody was there. I had to fail my way, you know, to that. Um, relationships, man, it was it was bad, you know, like it was it was relationships was bad. Like they were they were bad. Um, they were bad. Y'all, the decisions, uh, the decisions the man of God made. Yeah, I didn't make none. I, I, I had no, I was literally living by the seat of my pants, you okay. know, like, I, it was, like, there was no structure, there was no, there was nothing, mm-hmm. you know, so I was in a constant state of free fall. Um, I was in a it's, constant it's state. It's good at first. And it is good, because you, you feel like, you oh, it's great, you can do whatever. Yeah. And but then, eventually you got to hit that ground. And when you sit in that cell and you got nothing and you don't know when you getting out, and that'll be a whole different podcast. But like, cause I think there's maybe three people in the world that know that entire story. Um, and you don't know when you getting out and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, life becomes different, you know. And then you know, then you you get to the Marine Corps and things happen and you change your life and things happen. So I failed my way to what I am right now. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, it's failure. We're smooth talkers too, but I mean, I, you're right. It's failure. Smooth talkers because of this, <laughs> smooth talkers because <laughs> smooth talking has helped me in my corporate life. Let's say that smooth talking helped me in my corporate life. Oh. If I was a smooth talker back then, I may have talked myself out of a couple of sentences. But uh, it was, oh, you know, Lord. like, but no. you know, it's smooth talking in corporate just because that comes with the territory. Facts. But that also. I guess thinking about saying it out loud, that also was a very big flaw in our relationships too, because you can you say what needs to be said, um, mm-hmm. in the way that you need for it to. You can manipulate. You can. Yeah. You can. You can manipulate the truth, as you, Brown would say. You can manipulate. You tried to manipulate me. 
can't be manipulative. I done manipulated a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, just keeping it real. Like, I manipulated a lot of people. Oh, God. And, you know, but... So, I, I think that's... What else you got? Um, Y'all. Well... Okay, I won't go that. We won't go that. We won't give the people that much traffic. We are. Go. No, we 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 got. I got a yellow vest on. Go. <laughs> okay, so if we're if we've learned how to maneuver, yeah, we've learned how to stand on our own ten toes, and now we have that accountability. When do you go and sever the cord? And I think for one, the the first answer is everybody's different. Yeah. But I think once you once you're ready once you're ready to be free once you're ready to deal with with everything that comes because when nobody and this isn't to knock anybody when nobody looks at you and nobody sees you it's easy to cut things off period when you're in the front of almost everything that you do yeah and your life and and I'm not saying this in a funny way like it's serious we 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 it's do hard. live we live Hollywood lives. Like let's just there's always a camera or a microphone or yeah. a cell phone or little groups that nobody thinks that we know about that wanna sit there and spread rumors and gossip and <laughs> you know, so like it's it's so many, you know Yeah. It makes it hard when you wanna change things and cut things off because we do have to have a PR standpoint, so to speak. Like you gotta go to a team and be like, Hey Yeah. We we we're PA we're PRs HR, security top flight all the things you, we're all the things yeah. so it, it that becomes a little harder than some of the people that we will be helping have this conversation you know because we could go to them and just be like hey like facts you know okay yeah. your dog is gonna be upset sure you know versus <laughs> you know in some situations well how how is how is how is this person gonna look at you yeah how does this affect what you're doing here, how does that affect this? Because we're in so many different places. Your hands are so many different things. Um, so that that can be tough. But at the end of the day, I had to get to a point where I got to do me. Um, and a lot of people think that that's our mentality anyway. And let me let me go there for a second. Uh-oh. A lot of people... See, I was trying to help the people out. When you're, and, and I'm going to help them too because I'm pretty Uh-oh. sure everybody that's listening has somebody in their friend group like this. And everybody thinks that the strong-minded or the or the leader in the group, they think that they're out for them. Man, when that couldn't uh, be that couldn't be that couldn't be furthest from the truth. Um, that person just has to make a lot of decisions mm-hmm. that you'll never understand because that's not that's not how God designed your role in that friendship. Not yeah. to say that down the road that you won't become that per that person in another group. And I think people have to understand that, too. At that time in your life, in that particular circle of friends or that team, your role is what your role is. But when don't talk about the person making the decisions because you have no clue on how heavy that is. You don't understand the private conversations because let's 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 go further into it. For all y'all that think y'all got the best friend group, I promise you there's a group text within the group text within the group text within the group text within the group text. text. It happens. Um, uh-huh. it, it happens. And, it and I think that's, it, it needs to become normalized because that's still healthy too. I think, but what makes it unhealthy is when you're not 
man enough or woman enough to then once something becomes a problem to sit down and talk about it. You know, so yeah. Watch for the person that's in the group that goes to somebody else in the group and says what happened in this part of this and what happens in that part of that and what happens in this part of this. You know, I because it's it's that little game. What's the game you played when we were little? Telephone, you whisper something in one person's ear. And by the time it gets back to you, it's not the same. It's not I ordered ice cream from the pizza place. And I never and I never understood that growing up. I thought that was the dumbest game. But now as you become adult not just when you become adults, when you Mm-hmm. When you really try and progress and you become mature and you're trying to develop these relationships and these, and these friendships because they're needed, you realize as you fail your way to this success, oh, everybody ain't built the same. And, and then that's when it becomes a problem. And I then think you that, see all the alter egos and the real mask of the mask. Of so the now here's a, but here's the challenge for people like us. Our, our situation, we should be able to say, you know what? That's enough. Kill it. What we try and do is because we have that false sense of entitlement, we let it go on. Oh, they'll hang themselves. Oh, they'll do this. We come up. We we're really we're really enabling them instead of just going to the situation yeah. and saying, "Hey, this is this." And if at the end of the day y'all don't agree, agree to disagree, and everybody move their separate ways, that would stop a lot of people from hurting friend groups. Um, because friend groups are important because people need support. I'm gonna be honest with you, people need support. Um, and you need your relationships and you need your friendships. I'm not one person out here that says, oh, you need to be a lone wolf. <laughs> if you don't know that story, the lone wolf died. Period. The pack that he was protecting lived. The lone wolf died. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're doing your homework when y'all out here saying these little catchphrases that y'all think y'all saying. Oh, I'm a lone wolf. I'm a be self-made. Careful. I'm self-made. You're not self-made. The, the people that she in kindness referred to as weak earlier, everybody has their role. I wouldn't be where I'm at without the certain people that play a particular role. Whether that was a good role, whether that was a bad role, everybody has a role. Um, but to say when to cut it off, that's that's up to you. That's when you're ready to take that next step. That's when you're ready to progress to whatever it is. Yeah. Because I think for us, once we get to that point, we have to realize that when we take that next step, the people that we're with aren't coming with. Man, and I think for us, just because we have always... I don't know. I think, like you said in the beginning of this, like when we were really trying to lay the bricks of a firm foundation in this friendship, we we did the gritty and grimy work up front. Yeah. We, you know, we were willing to be like, no, bro, you're wrong, and I don't care what you say. Yeah. Fine, and we're not talking. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know, but there does come a moment, and I hope if you learn anything from these two strong people in this episode that. What you really hear is there is a moment that the strong people understand that I no longer can carry you through the next door. And because I can't carry you through the next door, I need to know if you're willing to go through the door on the side of me because you walking behind me is no longer an option. And so I'm going to let you close with this. And I don't know if I'm going to regret this or... (laughs) If I'm gonna, oh man! If I'm gonna edit it, I got I got some wings left. So go ahead. What we got? Oh God. So what? What would you tell the people who are fearfully hoping that they can go to the next, go through the next door with you, holding your hand, not realizing that they have their time clock has expired. What do you tell those people? Whose time clock has expired? Mm-hmm. 
that you have you have served your purpose. Um what we what we did to what we did together, how things were. I hope that it was it was great. Um because everybody's not meant to go with you. Everybody's not meant for that. And you have to T D Jakes has a thing on it and we'll talk about it in another episode, but everybody's not meant to go with you. And I think I learned, I think I heard that. You have to you, you have to understand that. You you, you have to understand that he refers to him as scaffolding. Mm-hmm. Um scaffolding is, you know, that's right there on the that's right there on the building. That's right there on the wall. That's they they're right there with you and you thinking that that's great. But like you said, their clock has expired. The project's done. We don't need the scaffolding no more. It's time to remove it. Not to say that the scaffolding was bad. No, but you it served was necessary. You, it was necessary. And you now, served I couldn't get to a certain height without that scaffolding. I couldn't reach a certain width without yeah. that scaffolding. So now that that's gone, that project's done. We built that building. It's we finished that thing. It's, that bridge has been built. So now that that's done, the scaffolding must be removed because that scaffolding now has to go to another thing. You know, so now I, I don't need that. And you it's know? safe to say, too, in those moments that you have to realize that every new building doesn't require the same tools. Absolutely. It, it can't. But I think for us, because when you're a leader and you find a team that works, you feel like you should take this team and yes. pick it up. And that's not the case because... Now certain people aren't gonna see the vision that you that you that you got. So now you're back at now, ground zero. Now you're back at ground zero. But you're but literally you're you're farther in life. But now that you're so far removed from where you were, you, you don't ground zero doesn't even look the same anymore. So yes. now you're like, what do I do? Where and do I climb? Un- unfortunately do I for most of us, instead of figuring it out, we revert back to where we were in control. We were in charge. So you go back to that bad relationship. You go back to that bad household. You, you, you go back to those bad friends because at least there, you knew that you were still in control and you knew familiar. what it was. Yeah. You were familiar with it. Instead of being, learning how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I think I told you that in the beginning. You got to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. If y'all see us with these t-shirts, no, you can't have one. We bought them for ourselves. Yeah, you, you have to learn. And so now I'm at a place where I'm learning. I love to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it's great to be around stuff that's familiar, but familiar doesn't familiar doesn't pique my interest. Familiar doesn't pique my fancy. Familiar doesn't keep me motivated. Um, familiar allows me, let me let me clarify. Familiar gives me a safe place to acknowledge the things that I have accomplished. Yeah. It gives me a time to be thankful for what I have. So I get to be where my feet are. Yeah. But being uncomfortable is me climbing that scaffolding. I love scaffolding friends. I it sounds bad, but I want those because scaffolding for those of you that know, it goes higher. Mm-hmm. It goes it goes farther. It goes higher. It goes wider. It, so you're growing, you're expanding. So I want to be uncomfortable. The only thing about it is you got to understand who is your scaffolding because at yeah. the end of that project they no longer go with you to the next destination. Yeah. They now oversee what you've built. Yes. You you you're not you're only going to have one or two people throughout your lifetime that are going to follow you through every phase. So true. Yeah, it's only going to be one or two and it's never the people that you think it's going to be. Facts. Such so facts. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I as much as it's like I said earlier and it's true it's not being funny is uh, people blow smoke up my butt all day long. So now I've become immune to that. I don't care about that. Like it's it's nice to hear. Let me say that very nice. It's nice to hear. It's nice to have. Yeah. 
But at the end of the day, when I'm at rock bottom, I don't need you blowing smoke up my butt. I need you telling me either I need to get out my feelings or you're telling me what we what we got to do Pick to get me, to I'll the next, it. you know, what what we got to do. Because there's no jealousy there. There's yeah. no envy there. There's no hatred there. You know the vision that I have and you know what it's going to take because you're that one or two people that have walked life with me. Mm. So that's that's how that goes. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I don't know. We said we we've we've planned some stuff for 24. I don't know. <laughs> it might take us another season <laughs> to get to get a part 2. But nevertheless, I I think we we've done the people justice. We we were I think we were really kind. We were polite. Yeah, we, we didn't were, give specific instru- we didn't give specific yeah, you know we situations. Were, we were we were kind, we were just, but more than anything, I want you guys to know that until you realize the strong people in your circle or in your wheelhouse, let us be the people to tell you, give them permission to break. Because if you don't, they will break you and you won't be able to pick up the pieces that they drop. Because every strong person has a small Humpty Dumpty. And they do crack. And they do hurt. They do bleed. They have wounds. And I think more than anything, I am humbled and grateful. Genuinely. From the bottom of my heart, I can be as soft for the next two minutes. Because then when we end this, it won't be like, and don't ever think that this is, I'm never going to be this soft again. But, truthfully... I admire you. I champion you. And even though I hate stroking your ego, <laughs> you are truly one of the greatest people I know. And I think sometimes strong people don't get told that by strong people too. Like, you know, we hear that that saying like, man, I wish girls would just like, man, champion another girl. You see her, she look fly. Tell her she look fly. Mm-hmm. It's nothing better than seeing another fly girl tell a fly chick, man, hey, you look dope today. That that That's how strong people feel too. Like, hey, tell me that you're proud. Tell me that I'm good. Yeah. Because it's in those moments when we're like, I just need to hear that I was good today from a strong person. Not from the people who, that's what they're supposed to do. Right. But for those people who are just like, no, I see you. And I know that behind the strong person, there's a... A smaller version of you that's like I knew you could make it and I'm glad someone else sees that you made it so from my heart to yours thank you for getting a little raw and gritty for a night yeah man um mm, man she was soft so I guess I gotta return the favor right people <laughs> God, hey, for those of you y'all know this this ain't your boy this I'm me okay um no I'm joking um I want to say Thank you. Um, I want. I want to say thank you. And before I get soft and mushy, I just want to oh, say, man, don't make me cry. No, I'm not gonna make you cry. Okay. So. Um, for the, oh, I probably will. But <sighs> when you're in your group, don't be afraid to go to that person and ask what role you play for them. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, I think you guys think that that person has all the answers and that person, again, I want to remind you that person is literally trying to figure it out on the fly. They just, they don't have the luxury of being able to sit back like a lot of times other people in the group does. 
So if you really want to know and you really want to be that person, don't sit back and speculate or wait for them to come to you. Go to them because I guarantee you'll gain so much more respect from them because then you have created a space for them to to trust you. Um, and then you get to see exactly where you fall in line. Yeah. Um, so I just want to put that out there because a lot of times I talk to a lot of people and at the end of the day, you find out that it's just miscommunication because um, nobody wants to talk to anybody or have the difficult conversations. Yeah. Um, so if there's nothing else that you heard, be willing to go talk and ask those, those questions. Um, but back to you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be me. Um, even for the three or four months that we hated each other guts and everybody, you heard, you heard what I said. It was three or four months of hating each other's guts. Um, I want to say thank you, um, because you are absolutely right. A lot of people don't get to see me. Um, but I also on the flip side, don't let a lot of people see me, um, because my life is, it's literally a movie. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, it's not. So thank you for allowing me to be me. Thank you for allowing me to honor my brother the way that he needed me and wanted me to honor it. Um, I'm always here. I will always be here. I'm going to always be raw and uncut with you. Um, but I will also be soft when needed. Even though you know I hate it. Two um, days out of the year. One. Um Dang. <laughs> Dang, 48 hours. We we a little too young, old for that now. But I wanna say I'm also very proud of you. This year has not been easy. Man. This year has thrown a lot your way. Sometimes I thought she's just making she just making situations up to have to call me. Like God, who God dog. Yo. Like between me and her, it was something literally every single day. Like, there's no way all this is real. And turns out, it, it, it is. It, it really is. Um, I want to say thank you for trusting me in that regard. Yeah. I do admire you. I don't know how you got through what you got through the way that you did. Um, I, I really don't. And I truly, truly honor you for that. Um and I hope going into the new year, you know, we continue to do this. We continue to grow and continue to give the people something what to they hear. Need. Yeah. Um, and this isn't to say that our way is the right way. This, in, from my perspective, this is just conversational starters. Fast. This is just for you to be able to like, hmm, I wonder what my group thinks. Yeah. So don't take what you hear us say or what worked for us and think that that's, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. This is just a conversational starter. And I promise those kids that you hear in the background, we didn't do that. They're um, really okay. They're having a birthday party. <laughs> but, you know, just for those of you that like drama, because I know some of you are out there. Um, but I will say, you know, ask the questions in your group and see where you stand. And I can't wait to hear some of your stories because I know some of you. Um, and for those of you that I don't, Hopefully you make yourself known and we can talk about it and go through life as life needs to be gone through. Yeah. On that, she can end this long episode that we have now because I'm out of wings. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Well, Love, peace, and hell, grease. Y'all, as always, we appreciate y'all pulling your chairs up to the table. If anything else, grab a chair, invite the next person to come and have a hard conversation with you.
Wow. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to accept my invitation to come into my home, to come and have a seat with me, but to allow yourself to actually be vulnerable enough to ask the hard questions, to enjoy the journey. Listen, I will always make this space a space where you can be free, where you can be who you are, but where you know that no matter what, when you get up from the table and walk back out my door, that the next time you feel like you just need a space, that you can always come back and have a seat with me. So until next time, do me a favor, go grab your best friend and tell them, hey girl, listen, I just found the new place that we can go and have those conversations. The ones that we sat around in the Taco Bell at 3 a.m. having, but a place where someone else just gets it. They're willing to get in the trenches with us. They're willing to cry, wipe our tears, laugh really loud, but get uncomfortable with having the hard conversations. But more than anything, please know, you can always come knock on my door because I'll always have a seat ready for you.